When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms who've been real life best friends for more than two decades. We're trying to create gracious homes that are welcoming, but also functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to Welcome Home. On today's episode, we're unboxing the candy hearts, breaking out the doily crafts, and discussing all things Valentine's Day. We'll talk ideas for our kids, grandparents, galentines, and we might even celebrate our cute spouses. Plus, how we feel about parties with end times, animal organ transplants, the best bedroom slippers at the best prices, and the do's and don'ts of White House party etiquette. All that and more on today's episode of Welcome Home. Welcome home, Graham. Welcome home, Kirsten. Happy Valentine's Week Day. <laughs> oh, I have so much to say. Um, you yeah, have so many okay, things first, you want to start with. Your mind's all a kilter. It's all a kilter. We we got a lot to talk about this morning because this is a top. Well, one is today's date is March. No, it's not. Not even close. Not to March. It's January 24th. Our tapings are all over the map. Which makes sense, right? Like, you know, we're trying to batch these tapings. We're not mm-hmm. like a daily show, whatever. No, everything we do is homemade. Scratch me. Don't say that. Don't tell anyone the secret to the sauce. We do everything fresh, guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. But what I'm saying is like, it, it's playing games with my mind to think ahead, to think about where I'll be. Like right now, tomorrow's my son's birthday and I'm <sighs> kind of in that zone. You know what I mean? Yeah, you are. But You're busy. Like, and, and, you know, I didn't want to do a Valentine's Day episode, but you did, which we'll get into in a second. Um, but, you know, I just have to get myself, like, acclimated in real time because I'm very much thinking about just, like, how, how like, if we're not intentional about these things, how they, they don't happen. Right. Well, we got to put a little bit of time and effort into it, which I'm excited to do because, again, as with most holidays, I very much enjoy Valentine's Day. I've always had I've had good past Valentine's Days. Um, you hear the nasalness in my voice It's because I had a little bit of the Omicron strain not too long ago. And I can't I seem to kick it. By the way, people, most people look at COVID as being a black and white thing like pregnancy, like either you have it or you don't have it. But I like mm-hmm. how you just have a touch of the COVID. And, well, I mean, the touch is lingering. I've, I've had a lot of people say you sound extra northern. Um, so I do, I guess it's just it's I had it a while ago, but it's apparently just still rattling around somewhere in there. I had Omicron, too. Yeah, but you sound I, much better. Oh, I had it a while ago. But you know what's crazy about Omicron? What? Versus, I mean, you know, as an infectious disease specialist, I'd like to comment on this. Um, that's a lie. Uh, it's interesting how with Delta and Kappa and all the others that you had, um, you had no taste and smell, but with Omicron, you had taste and smell, but you didn't have an appetite. Oh, see, I think, it, I don't know. Who knows? It's not like I ever had my variant um told to me I don't I wish that would be nice if they could do that um but I have zero taste and smell and someone actually told oh, me so yesterday you don't have Omicron. I don't I mean I don't know I mean who knows? are you hungry 
like well, no, because hungry? I couldn't taste or smell. I mean, no. So, but, but apparently there's a genetic link to some people. Like if you get a cold and you're naturally a person who as part of a cold loses taste and smell, you know, or like has diminished taste and smell, then, um, then like it would have flipped over to this sickness. I don't know. I mean, do you think anyone really knows? I'm not, no, I, don't, I don't think anyone really knows. I don't think I anyone knows. Of, I think people are just saying stuff. Well, I kind of felt not jealous is the wrong word, but I kind of felt like that's interesting. I wonder what it would be like not to smell because people were like, it's so strange. And I oh, it's so strange. So strange. I had, yes, I mean, everyone not that you... that. I felt left out. So I was what? like a little bit excited. I'm like, well, if I got to get COVID, I'm excited to see what it's like uh, not to and smell. I'll tell you this. Fun. I, like I have experience, like whenever I get a cold, I'll get diminished smell or taste to have zero smell or taste is fascinating that's the first time i've ever had zero like for example i hey, took my perfume bragging. and bragging. sprayed it under my nose i couldn't smell it i put my face like right up into dog poop i could not smell it um it was it was absolute zero taste or smell and the crazy thing too is you think okay like that's manageable you can live through that it's going to come back no big deal but then you start thinking about like the little things, like I think I might've been serving my children rancid food for a while, you know, cause every now and then, you know, when you take out the sour cream or something yeah, from the, yeah. um, from the fridge, like you sniff it, just give it a little sniff type thing. Right. And there was nothing like I, I had no ability to, um, detect anything. Yeah. See, and it's, and people, the, the, the word, when you said fascinating though, like, again, I know the word jealous is wrong, but it's kind of like. I didn't get that. I'm a little bit annoyed. Right. My dad said that if he ever lost his taste or smell, that would be the worst thing in the world because food is his life. Right. So like he, he's very, very fearful of this. And it doesn't really stress me out that much. Like I know it'll come back. Everyone seems so fearful about losing. I'm like, it's okay. I mean, it's gone for a little bit. It'll come back eventually. I mean, you know, I'm okay with it. Oh, that's hysterical. Some people really, really love their olfactory. Okay. <laughs> Speaking like, of, maybe, yeah, maybe people who work in like, I don't know handmade soaps. Oh, speaking of olfactory <laughs> delight, um, we have our wonderful sponsor again, um, Freedom Soaps. We absolutely love Freedom Soaps. It's a locally made, well, Birmingham company actually know the founder and owner, and they make homemade, handmade, all natural, sustainable, palm oil free, just specialty, wonderful items for your body. Very luxurious. They don't have any synthetic dyes, fragrances, parabens. It's just absolutely beautiful quality um, soaps, exfoliating scrubs, bath salts, lip balms. Okay. So let me brag for a minute now, Graham. Okay. When I was dealing with my Omicron, I had sore muscles. <sighs> Still yes. smelled perfectly. So for me, I very much enjoyed my lavender and geranium bath salts. Ooh. And I would soak in them and soak my sore muscles and enjoy the smell. So take that. I have wow. smell. No, I, um, that actually is really funny. I have been, one of my goals this year is a very bizarre goal, but I really like taking baths and I feel like it's like the ultimate luxury. Oh, Kirsten's a famous bather. That's, you know, where her thinking takes place. <laughs> well, no, my thinking takes place in the shower. That's a fact. Yeah. Well, in um, water. Yeah. Running water is, yeah, yeah. I'm not, no, no. I'm not coming to the bath to have a brilliant thought. I'm coming to the bath. Like sometimes I'll take a shower. And my husband's like, are you in there stewing over something? Or are you having positive thoughts? And I'm like, I'm stewing. So but no, that's not what happens in the bathroom. In the bathtub, it's all just relaxation. And I've gotten really into like into like smells in the bath so lavender geranium was really good eucalyptus and mint that's on my list 
I don't know. I, I like it. I feel like that's like a small little luxury, which we will get into more on the Valentine's Day episode, but like it's yes. a pretty reasonable luxury, but it's it a nice really... luxury. And I think especially around Valentine's Day, if we're looking for something special, they also have a men's line as well. They have beard oil, which not really sure how that would work. My husband doesn't have a beard, but if the man in your life does have a beard, that would be good. So we have a code freedomsoaps.com. Um, and the discount code is welcome. So if you just go to freedomsoapsplural.com and use the discount code welcome, you will get 15% off. Thank you, Freedom Soaps. Thank you, Freedom Soaps. Guys, file that away. If you don't need soaps today, file it away because I guarantee you there will be a gift coming up and this is a oh, good yeah. one having your back excellent pocket. price point too you know i'm a sucker for good price point very good mm-hmm. price point okie dokie like valentine. it might make a good valentine's day gift it is a that would be a very sweet see, see what i did there that was called a transition pro you're, you're a pro you're a hundred percent all right so you don't like valentine's day you've never celebrated this holiday wait let's just go back in time i think that's the best place to start because i think a love of the holiday um because it's a tricky one right i mean think about it you you're especially like I remember the prepubescent ages, right? When you know enough to know that you want someone to like you and care about you, but you're not sure if anything's going to come through and happen. I remember that being a very awkward kind of day in junior high. Do you have any memories of Valentine's Day? That's like as amazing because I've, those... I've re- repressed them until right this minute. But yes, no, no, right? no, for sure. And it wasn't middle school. Middle school Valentine's Day didn't exist because we were all way too awkward. It, but like elementary school, I remember thinking it's going to get real. Like we have a Valentine's Day party at two o'clock. We're going to be all walking around the room, putting those little plastic cards in the shoeboxes. Yeah. And- and then we all would go back to someone's house and like analyze what was written on the card. Oh, like heaven forbid one boy wrote like love something, you know, right, love right, right. comma, which is just, you know, <laughs> a, a closing, a letter closing. I mean, if Although, that boy made that fair, let's go back to Hamilton. Remember mm-hmm. with the with when when she sends in that letter? Remember I've never that? seen it. I'm still waiting to see it. So what did she say? Tell me. Well, you've you've heard all the music. Remember that I, there's I that have. thing about like about like you put the comma did was that a typo oh. you put oh. the comma <laughs> oh yeah yeah my well, dearest angelica you put oh, the yeah. comma after dearest oh, well, <laughs> like, so that's what we were doing in second grade is you put the comma after dearest right oh, exactly of course the boys like now that i've raised two boys like i guarantee you they did not take any effort into like oh, they didn't think they about printed it. out the you know they they grabbed the pre-printed one that said be mine with a b as opposed to like the your sweet like the Right. Honey, like they didn't care. They didn't care. But so we had to analyze all of these things afterwards. Two years ago, my like sweet oldest son decided that he was going to write like a letter to everyone in his class, like four sentences of what made that person unique and interesting and special. And I just, I mean, I got so many calls from so many mothers, you know, that the the girls came home, you know, and he wrote it, he did it to the boys, you know, you're good at basketball, you know, you're fun to play with on the playground. I mean, that stuff like that. That is one of the most thoughtful things I've ever heard. It was so thoughtful. It came out of left field. I mean, but then he realized the error of his ways and that's never happened again. And of course never will happen again. But um, but it was so sweet and he was so earnest about it and he really wanted to do it. And he even wrote something for every single girl. And I mean, those you, you just I mean, can you imagine having your mind blown in like fourth grade or maybe even been? No, I think it was fourth grade, Um, you know, to have gotten a four sentence letter from a boy. By the way, just let's make everyone super jealous. Graham's son, Graham and I were talking yesterday about parenting and she also mentioned that um 
you know, she has a really hard time keeping up with finding enough books for her son to read, which in our house. Well, my my oldest son. I'm, but still, just in. Yeah, but there was there was a sad element to that story. I could share it because it is interesting, right? And I I just wonder. She gave her son a book about mass shootings. That was not a good call. Well, I gave him something from the young adult section in the library because that's kind of what he's graduated to. And I had a librarian recommend it. And um, yeah, and basically, I mean, it was a big book, like a five, 600 page book, but it was in the young adult section. And it was, it was an award-winning book. Um, I, I, maybe I should just say the name just in case anyone's looking out. It was called Scythe or Sith, I guess. Um, but anyway, he's reading this book and yeah, it's about like a map. I mean, at the very end, there's a massacre and this, you know, kind of grim reaper character goes and just, this is so not Valentine's day. Why are we going here? <laughs> <laughs> because, because it's a cautionary tale. Well, it's just an interesting tale about parenting, I guess, if anyone is interested in this you, concept. You thought right? you were doing the right thing. You were getting your son a book that was age appropriate, maybe a smidgen above it, but his reading level required it. You went right. to the library. Award-winning. I'd consulted a librarian. Yes. I don't have time to read. I guess that's what I was telling Kirsten. I don't have time to read everything before I give it to my child. And I realized that I'd given him a book that was, you know, the, basically this Grim Reaper character kills an entire class of kindergartners. Um, it's it's a long story. It's a much more complex book than that, but then goes and like takes his own life. And my son is reading this, you know, as this pre-bedtime story. And I'm sitting there like, what? Remind have I... one gra- what grade he's in. He's in sixth grade. And so that's intense in my mind. Um, very intense. And I didn't, I don't know. I just, um, you know, I'd given it to him. I have a, he's got a stack of books. He's got a basket, right? He can choose whatever he wants to read from the basket. But at the same point in time, I don't know how you handle that situation. Like, I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to do. I'm trying to feed his love of reading. Um, I'm trying to give him interesting books, but I can't sit and read every single and And I know you can go on and read reviews in advance, but sometimes you don't get like the full sense of what's going to slip into a book. Well, we have very smart listeners who do get back to us on things. So oh, yeah. if you have any ideas, send them to Graham. And then for on the other end of the spectrum, if you have children who you know are intelligent and are yet choosing to reread Diary of a Wimpy Kid for the fourth time, <sighs> be my kids, if there's a graphic, you know, what, you know what makes me my blood boil? My daughter's gotten into Babysitter's Club. Did you read Babysitter's Club? Oh, who didn't? Great book. They've ruined Babysitter's Club. Wait, why? They've gone back, read on Babysitter's Club as graphic novels. Well, but graphic novels are so big right now. I mean, that uh, makes but sense. I don't care. I'm trying to explain to my kid. I'm like, listen, here's a picture of a child playing in the yard. Great. That can be portrayed in a graphic novel. You don't get backstory. You don't get emotions. You don't get right. motivation. Like you're not, we're not creating smart people who understand things. If we let them do this. Anyway, sorry, I'll get off my soapbox, but I'm frustrated with the garbage my kids read. Mm, yeah, but I don't know. I think anyone would say that, um you know, just keep them reading. Oh, well, they're reading, by the way, for like 20 minutes while there's a YouTube. Are your kids into YouTube timers? No, what's that? It's just like you go on YouTube and you press like 20 minute timer and it'll just be like a countdown. And they're like, look at one page of their stupid, unchallenging graphic novel. Then they look it back up the screen and they're like 19 minutes, 32 seconds left. Then they go back and read like four more words, 19 minutes, 28 seconds left. It is exhausting. Anyway, okay, enough, enough complaining. I'm... Let's talk about, um, I, mean, I was actually sitting here thinking, what is our email address? Do you know it? For I feel like we should be able to tell people. Uh, just DM us on Instagram. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's, okay. the, that's the best way. Perfect. Okay, so you like Valentine's Day. 
Oh, I love it. I've always had a great Valentine's Day. I like the color scheme. I like, I like the pink and purple. Um, I like when I was a little girl, like my dad used to always bring home like one of those Russell Stover's boxes of chocolate, which I feel is just the most, I love it. I think it tastes fabulous. I love the cheesy chocolate with like the low grade filling. (laughs) And I actually think it even tastes better when you get it after Valentine's Day on clearance for like 99 cents. You know what I do love makes me so happy is I love like a cheat chart on chocolate boxes. Yeah, no, the the code, the map. The code, I oh, love the map. The well, okay, but here was the, okay, so see this is what I'm saying. Like this is there's a lot to dive into. So you'd get one of those little cheap boxes of, you know, the heart boxes and then you would eat a couple, but then what would happen is you'd close the box, maybe you'd move it and then they'd all kind of wiggle around in the box because really like it's not a very like high grade <laughs> box of chocolate and then it would throw the map off gilder. So you'd spend all your time trying to push things back into place so that the map would make sense again. No, but that's kind of the fun of it is because then you have to like match. It's like a like a board game, like match. Does this one look more like a shell or a half circle? I like that. And then you, I love it. Yeah. And you hope you don't get the one with like the pineapple cream filling. Ooh, And then for Christmas, my parents got someone sent them a chocolate from like a very high end, like Florida. So Mm -hmm. everything was decorated in like pastel chocolate colors. Oh my gosh. And they had like fruits in there, which normally is gross, but they were good. Um, yeah. Okay. Fine. Obviously chocolate is, a, we'll put it in the pro category for Valentine's day, but you can't have too much. That's the thing. I'm also very picky about how much chocolate. I don't like like overload of just tons of like, you know, Valentine's chocolatey junk. I want one box of one red heart box that I can just hold on to. Oh, it has to be shaped like a heart. It has to be. Oh, I want nothing else. Absolutely nothing else. It has to be a heart. And the bigger, the better, to be honest. Like I would take one of those crazy ones. Did I ever tell you about the time like Harrison invited a friend to stay with us? We were living in Boston and he showed up with the rose for, you know, like he was a house guest. He was staying overnight. I mean, this was post-college, so obviously not very fancy. And he showed up Wait, with the you rose. You have told me this. I think yeah. you've told our listeners this. Yeah. A, a, a great random, story. A yeah, random had, person showed up with a, okay, go a ahead. red rose, right? But I, he was one of those gas station roses and it wasn't a real rose. It was just a pair of like ladies red underwear like yeah, rolled into right. a rose yeah. that's the most inappropriate housewarming gift i've ever heard of so weird i mean i think harrison and i were married i don't even know it was <laughs> odd it was really really odd <laughs> i don't think he knew what he I'm was amazed. so far i've heard sketchy childhood memories too much cheap gas station chocolate and red underwear rolled into a rose. But that's what makes it a great that's what makes it a great holiday. That's why I like it. Like I feel like it's completely random. Um and then, you know, and then I've always liked like odd things shaped in hearts. Like, did I tell you the time we ordered like a Papa John's pizza and it came shaped in a heart? Like I like all that stuff. So you like things that are shaped like hearts. I have heart mm-hmm. I have a heart muffin tin if you'd like me to send it to you. Cause you know what? I'll, heart muffins probably. don't really work. They just look misshapen. Okay, so back to the, what are you going to do for your children? You have yeah, three so of I've them. Yeah, I've never done anything for my children. I'm not in love with them. I mean, I love them, but I feel like this is the in love holiday. Do you buy them a card? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> I do. I, okay. Well, for our listeners who are well, well, <laughs> listening to a <laughs> welcome home podcast, um, sometimes it's nice to get them cards. I think it's good to get them little treats. Um, you don't actually this year we have, you know, what's interesting here? I don't know if you have this. We have a lot of kind of local charities that have, figured out that this is kind of an underrepresented holiday. Mm. So we have a local charity here, you know, mailbox cultures, huge in Birmingham. We have one that does a huge pink and red and white bow on your mailbox. 
Um, so the well, mailboxes. You pay the charity and then they decorate your mailbox. Yeah, and they de- yeah, and they've so they've decorated. So there's all over town. There's mailboxes decorated, which is really fun. And there's a little like red sign in our yard that I mean it names the charity, but it also just kind of says love. And so that's nice. So it's like kind of you don't have to do much, and you make a small donation, and you've decorated for the uh for the holiday outside your house. That's nice. Okay, once again, we're gonna get it. We're doing the deep childhood things, but you know, I'm actually as you're saying this, and you're like, I love when things are shaped like hearts, like. I also wonder if the fact that my dad was a heart doctor, we had a lot of like cheesy heart things around our house. So I feel like maybe like the cliche was already done. Like we had already lost on them. We had tapped that cliche. Maybe that's what it was. Like I feel like Dr. Gladding should uh, embrace the heart theme. I feel like he. He yeah. doesn't seem like a, a real, uh, yeah, I'm not seeing that. It's a very him. important organ for pumping blood, Graham. It's not just about <laughs> Valentine's Day. Just kidding. My dad doesn't talk like that. Just kidding. He does. Kinda does. Okay. He kind of does. That actually was pretty spot on. I think that's good. Okay. So no special. No, okay. I will like, say, I will say, Graham, I, I have noticed the other day I was out walking and, you know, and it, we're in this very, again, real time. It's January 25th. So we, we're still like in the stage where people have their Christmas trees out in the front waiting for our street to be the lucky one that's going to get the pickup you know yeah um so we're still in that sort of like a few people still have their christmas decorations up um i don't technically know when epiphany is but right i feel like a lot of people that is their that is their standard is like i keep up my decorations till epiphany we should know oh. what it is but um so you know there's still some of the the Christmas leftover, but I have noticed that a few people have started putting up red wreaths or heart shaped wreaths and it kind of smacked me in the face like, oh, we're ready. We're ready for this. Okay. I like it. I mean, think about it. It's a long march between Christmas or the holidays and um, I don't even know. Well, we're kind of in the dead zone of holidays. Yeah, it's a dead zone. You gotta, you gotta like double down on Valentine's Day. I think it's a good one. Oh, candy hearts. We haven't even discussed candy hearts. Those are lovely. I mean, are they? Well, the orange ones are pretty good. <laughs> They're not very good. The, it's funny how the 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 uh, candies that become like the standard cliches are never that good. Like candy corn is disgusting. Candy hearts are gross. Candy canes, I mean, fine. Yeah, candy horrifying... canes are gross. I agree. Well, I I was gonna rate them the best, but I mean, they're basically just a breath mint, you know. Like it is funny that like the really long enduring ones are like the very average candy. Well, because they're old. It's the same way we discussed this in the past of like, where is the good Valentine's Day music? I mean, I guess there's tons of love songs out there. Okay, fine, forget that, forget that. But there's nothing like quintessentially like a genre of movies and music and books about love. Gosh, Graham. But there's nothing that actually taps into Valentine's Like, there's not a Valentine's Day, like, playlist, per se. I mean, you know, that actually discusses Valentine's Day. <laughs> you know like what I'm getting at. percent of the songs ever. Right. Okay, fine. Whatever. But nothing that taps directly into Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying. Um, that would, I think that would be nice. Okay. Do you do, do you remember making, like, the little Valentines with doilies and construction paper? Totally. What happened? By the way, why were doilies just so plentiful and when we were right. growing up yeah now doilies are very hard to find well because we were we were serving a lot of things on doilies I remember. Were we serving yeah that's a good question do you have doilies in your house right now oh good god no why where would i get a doily why would i use a doily <laughs> i don't know but i feel like you're Even right the we name have... sounds like doilies Right, we had stacks and stacks of those things. Like, what were we doing? Like, who did we think we were? You know what you were doing? You were putting your coffee mug upside down on it. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, we put them on trays. I feel like honestly, that was a thing. Like there was a heyday for doilies and they're not expensive. Like, why don't we have them? It's like muffin cups. I never have muffin cups when I need them. Cause like, I feel like you can just spray straight into the tin and like, why do you even need a muffin like cup? You know, the paper ones, but we should carry those. Like that should be a staple item you should have in your house. Okay. So muffin cups, I'm actually going to disagree heartily with you on. Okay. So my mom, when she moved to Florida, she gave me like a bunch of like the the things she brought over to like that she wasn't going to move across the country, but she would drive two hours to bring to my house not to throw away was really, we should dig into that. But like lots and lots of wrapping paper Mm. and lots of, um, but she brought over like maybe 400 muffin liners that you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, which so at some point my mom thought it was really important that she continue to buy these things. And then um because they're cute, they, they are pretty. You want they're so handy. Them. It's no, like doily. Yeah, they're you super want handy. And mm-hmm. Graham, once you've started using them, like they're just a million times easier to get the muffin out. You don't have that like leftover residual muffin thing. And then you know what I also did is I bought some with silicone ones that are reusable mm-hmm. that I bought. Um, and you can use those too, and we make jello with those. Oh, mm-hmm. that's fancy. Okay. So see, I knew we'd get some good things. Speaking of grandparents, do you do anything for your parents? Actually, you've reminded me. I haven't sent any cards or anything like that. No, I think again, I'm not in love with my parents. I thought Valentine's Day was like specifically romantic love. Every holiday in the world has moved to an absurdian level. And you know that. And there's no going past. You have to love your teachers. You have to love all the people, right? You have to get teacher gifts. It's Valentine's Day. That's a thing. Tell me, you know that like people are going, you're going to be the only mom in town, not sending some little like happy treat in for your teachers for elementary school. I mean, I'm obviously not junior high. I'm sure you're not doing that, but something, don't you think? Like I don't a little think. something. No, mm, I don't chocolate. need more to do. I do not need more to do. Well, mm-hmm. this, mm, okay. No. Well, sorry. do you okay? So anything for Val- okay? Valentine's Day parties we throw. Okay, so now that I've said now that I just went on a rant and said I refuse to celebrate anyone I'm not in love with, which mm-hmm. is basically just I'm singling in on one person and then I'm gonna just explain I'm sorry I didn't do anything for you as opposed to I'm sorry I didn't do anything for everyone. But when you're talking about parties, okay, let's talk about this whole Valentine's Day situation. When did that start? Oh, I don't even know what that is. I've yes, heard about it, but I don't know what it is. I've heard the word Galentine's, but is that I, like I mean, another? I think it means just like, like. I love my girls, I think. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to see if there's an official de- definition. I thought it just meant like celebrating Valentine's Day with girls. With friendships? Yeah, like okay. a friendship. Okay. Well, that sounds um, nice, I think. Yeah. That sounds lovely. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think the more people you celebrate on Valentine's Day, the better. Okay. Gal- I, okay what's interesting is I Googled Valentine's Day. And what mm-hmm. top- popped up was a specific episode of of parks and recreation that are okay February 11 2010 so maybe a little maybe dated but where did Valentine's day oh here we go where did Valentine's day come from okay so it apparently came from cosmopolitan says that it's the only good fake holiday on the calendar good, <laughs> good. um but basically yeah it's a friendship is equally important as romantic love and yeah they yeah. reference the parks and rec episode so it must have something to do with that uh-huh. Friendship so, yeah. is important. We have a good um, friendship episode coming up with some excellent experts. Um, okay, and here's what I thought. Here's what I thought. According to Urban Dictionary, Valentine's Day is celebrated on February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. So this is great. 
Yep, it did come from Parks and Rec. Okay, but so this is good because I was actually toying with the idea of throwing a little Valentine's Day party. That's so weird. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I like the idea. No, no. What I find weird <laughs> is the juxtaposition. The idea that, that you don't want to do anything for your family and or your spouse, but like you're toying with the idea of like some like offshoot holiday celebration. That to me is where it gets a little strange. <laughs> Here's the deal. Really? I just wanted to have a party, um, just like a very casual party from like seven thirty. By the way, you know what I've decided as I get older? Here's my post 40, um, not apocalypse, part post 40 um, epiphany. <laughs> I love an end time on a party. Oh, yes. An end time is. I love fully just saying, come over, leave this time. Um, And that's amazing. How are you pulling that off? Well, I was thinking about having a party and I was thinking about having a hard end because Mm -hmm. I wanted to do it on a school night, like a Thursday night, 730 to nine. Okay. That uh sounded like it was a bubble. No, I like it. Well, it rem- I'm just trying to think of like a really good party I've been to with a definitive hard end. And I remember one time years ago, we lived in DC and we were at this girl's house and she was married, um, this couple's house, I guess I should say. And it was like a rockin' party. It was a Christmas party. There must've been like a hundred people in their little, like, I mean, it was a nice, you know, little place in DC, but I remember, and she was hosting up a storm. I mean, I think people were doing jello shots. There was like, people were partying, but then at some point, I mean, think about that, like a big party. Uh, this was, I think when, um, Bush was president. This was a while ago. Um, but right. these, it was the administration that's incredibly relevant. Well, they were known for major, that was a partying um, administration, I would say. But anyway, she was like, <laughs> she and her husband were on their way to the White House Christmas party. So basically at one point, like it was basically like, yeah, we got to go. We got to leave this, like our own party that we're throwing in our house, like everybody out. <laughs> if I were invited to the White House Christmas party, I, I don't, don't think I would throw a pre-party. That's what I'm saying. Who pre-games of that level before <laughs> the White House Christmas party? And like decked. I'm telling you, this girl was like decked wearing like this fluffy red dress. Like you're going to show up and bring your A-game when you're going to the White House, right? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, how? I was I was very impressed. I have to say, I gave her a lot of street cred. Like, how did she pull this off? Like she was walking around, I swear, her own party in her house with like a tray that did have a doily on it and handing out like appetizers. But then at some point, maybe it was 1030. I don't know. Couldn't have been that late. She was like yeah gotta go <laughs> okay yeah so that's not what i was thinking i was thinking like maybe eight women coming over from like 7 30 yeah. like, it was a cool end time to a party before, before i run off because i've got to meet will and kate for uh, a little soiree yeah, and- but at that point everyone else was like kind of all drunk and in a party mood and they were like let's all go to the white house <laughs> <laughs> so i think we may have <laughs> Okay, so very different situation. It's I was honestly thinking, not that hard to get into that place. Um, I know. Well, I've you, only, you know, I've only been to the White House once, and it was with someone who I host a podcast. Yeah, with. tell you that may. story. Did okay, we well, may or may not? Problem. It was pre nine eleven. Yeah, we don't condone this kind of behavior. Yeah, it was pre January six. It was pre nine eleven. It was pre. We were the originals, Graham. We were so the originals. Graham and I. We're on a little trip to D.C. Just we would take ourselves on little adventures in college. Because we went to college near D.C. Near D.C. And so we said, well, let's be tourists. So we went to 
I believe, was this the trip we went to the Holocaust Museum? Yeah, we went everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went we everywhere. Were... We were really just being tourists. And then we went to the, the, the we White House. We were passing and... the White House and we we're like, and that sounds good. Let's go there. That sounds good. We had no idea that people like make reservations because we've got the logic of 21 year olds. And so we saw a group of school children, school all, children. Wearing, <laughs> all wearing uniforms and name tags. And we walked up to them and said, and they said, are you guys ready? And they were like, you know, gathering everyone up. So Graham and I each just grabbed a child's hand. We said, come on, guys, we got to go. We got to go. And we walked in with a group of 30 school children and went on the schools tour with them as we were hackers. Like we like were, we were chaperones. We were, we were chaperones. chaperones. So we got a great the tour. Wanted the extra hand. No one pointed out like we've never seen school before. And as a parent, and I'm telling this story, I'm a little bit horrified. Horrified. Because- horrified. <laughs> yeah it was a great tour i mean we really did get like a behind the scenes tour that was a great thing i think we ended up leaving the tour maybe doing a little diy tour again different time people different different time time. you look back well i told you i went into the capitol on the day of um what is obama's inauguration because we were living on capitol hill at that time and remember that was that crazy inauguration where everyone and their mother showed up and it was you know the the mall was just packed out and no one could get a seat or whatever and um and everyone was just we were really gone asunder from valentine's day but anyway it was See, just these are all days that are more fun than valentine's day yeah the capital was just open day. that day like nobody thought to actually just drive from the other direction right like everyone came from the mall i just came from the back way um and just the capital was open they just went through the metal detectors and walked right in and i feel like we ended up um watching the inauguration from like one of the um main i don't know senate See? conference Think outside rooms. the box and here's the point you can fight for with everybody for a table on valentine's day uh, good point. And I'm going to enjoy my Galentine's Day. Yeah, no, but here's what I was thinking. I actually did go to, I don't remember if it was a Christmas party. I don't know what this party was. I can't remember. But they did uh, like a women's gift exchange. I think it was a Valentine's Day party. But it was like anything slightly related to Valentine's Day. So like something pretty or flirty or mm-hmm. chocolatey or whatever. And it was like a $20 limit. And it was like a bring your favorite thing. And it's I actually had- party. Yeah, so I was kind of thinking about doing that, but now I'm feeling a little insecure that because I did one in end time because it's school night. No, I think all of your ideas are good. I'm just saying, why don't you send a Valentine's Day card to your parents? <laughs> I'm saying, yes, you can do that. And why don't you make your kids a special breakfast? That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah, know. Like special pancakes, breakfast. Cinnamon bun, something like that. It's kind of oh, nice. Well, wait, I'm, I'm, you know, I make a fun breakfast. Um, okay, spouses, traditions, best Valentine's Day memories ever. Well, you've heard my weird thing that we've done is I think sometime years ago, we had like one of the biggest fights of our life. I don't understand why. I don't even remember, which goes to show, right? Um, And it was, it happened to be on Valentine's Day. Something went so off the rails that we ended up, there were tears, there was fighting, there was driving around. I think we ended up eating at Taco Bell at midnight. Like just everything went off the rails. And we decided there to forward that we would only eat at um, fast food restaurants on Valentine's Day. And we have. We've like we've kept it up every year. It's like the Edwards. Remember that? Who? Remember that when that was like a big thing when the Edwards would always go to Wendy's? Which Edwards? The um, oh, John, like John- made. Gosh, why are we talking about like passes? <laughs> oh, you know what? Because February is also president's day oh there you go okay we're in we're in a political mode um yeah okay by the way apparently we we got called out for 
misrepresenting Nancy Pelosi. Here's our official position. It's really jerky when politicians have rules that they don't follow. So we don't like that. Oh, we're this just, is the um oh, this was the last episode. Um one of our listeners just, called in or just wrote in and basically said we were discussing um post corona. We we shouldn't even go down that rabbit hole. But um thank you for the correction. Yeah, no no, it was. So our our fish position is like don't tell other people to wear a mask if you're not going to wear a mask. Don't make rules you're not going to like we don't like that whole thing. So There you go. Follow rules. It was about women having um highlights and that's really what it was about but we don't we don't want to you know do things wrong because we're we're professionals <laughs> you're on a bender um, today okay um, well i think no no, know. no no i have a i have a spouse story okay so when my husband was deployed and he'd been gone over a year he sent me by the way this is before we had children and you know children to pay for <laughs> yeah. so he sent me um flowers every hour for 12 hours are you kidding me you're making this up i'm not making this up every hour of a oh new delivery gosh. would come because i hadn't seen him in over a year that is really really sweet that's it a was, wonderful memory like when the second one came i'm like oh he must have made a mistake and then the third one came I'm like what the heck is going on but it was very sweet uh, maybe it was well, like eight hours but you know we hadn't been on a date in a year so he was like because mm, normally i would have been like that's way too many flowers whatever but um it was very, right. very well you let it go back then well that's my question when's the last time you've gotten like a dozen long stem red roses or a bouquet i don't know if i've i think i've gotten that a couple times in my life but not with regularity and certainly not anytime i, like I can remember roses. Well, I don't either per se, but I mean, I'd like them on Valentine's Day. I mean, I would well, like a big bouquet. No, Graham, because here's the problem. Because they're overpriced okay. then. Yeah, I don't, I don't well, like paying I know, I don't, that, I like, I get I it. Like, like, I shouldn't be, I should be romantic or whatever, but like, no, like, it's romantic. Sure, just enjoy, but like, no, I'm like, why would you, why would you pay surge pricing? Right, like, surge pricing. <laughs> like, I am too darn practical. Like, I am too, I am problem. too. I want yellow tulips or some like offshoot. Yeah, you go to Trader cause... Joe's and you get me the $2 daffodils and like right. that's how we're going to do this game. Right. <laughs> I want you to show me that you have common sense. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Know. You know what I love? I love a balanced budget. I find that very romantic. I know. <laughs> I totally agree. I don't like surge pricing gifts. That's why we don't go out for, um, what do you call it? Valentine's New Year's Day. Eve dinner, Valentine's Day. Okay, yeah. but you but... know what I will say, Graham? Okay, good. Now I'm finally waking up now that I've been here for an hour. Um, <laughs> I will tell you, you know what I do do is I I also have I've also estimated my surge pricing on eating out and oh. I have decided that occasionally mm -hmm. I will splurge and I will get myself lobsters I love that in a restaurant I feel like no at home because I'm like you know what like so usually we have had many Valentine's days where we do lobsters at home mm -hmm. because I'm like yeah it was an expensive grocery store bill but like Okay, you've it turned me on to that. Eight times the price if we yes. went out to dinner um for something like that like and then and then one of my rules about going out is like it's not a real rule. I mean people can go order whatever they want, but I like to go to restaurants where I there's things that I've challenged making. You know, so like I would oh, yeah. I don't like to go to restaurants and order a burger because it's like I am actually like, I can make a burger. That's not hard, you know, or like yes. so I like to go and get like a you know, very confusing pokeball that I'm a little bit scared to deal with, you know? Oh yeah. Or that the, yeah, no, the hundred percent. That's why, that's the only reason we only go really to international restaurants because like, it's, it's not, I'm not going to be, um, 
making chicken tikka masala on my yes own. yes you know, like it's just too much yeah yeah so but i'm like you know what like i can steam a lobster and melt some butter like i got this so we'll do like lobster yeah. sometimes for like valentine's day you know you've inspired me to do that i have to say this is actually a pretty good tip i'd say you because you do that you're the one who will go and buy raw oysters and figure out how to open them and just eat you know things you would consider luxury foods that you think oh like that's very very special like kirsten's the one who the other day i was shopping in whole foods which is rare because I don't even really go there that often. And I called her, actually, I forget what, and I was- This is actually one of my most impressive things. This is, yeah, it was so random. It was right after Christmas. I don't even know what was going on. It was December 20. Oh oh no, I know what it was. You were in lockdown. You had COVID. So you were physically locked in your house. You hadn't been out in a while. I was walking through Whole Foods and you go, wait a minute, you haven't heard about the massive caviar sale? 50% off, guys. And then I'm like- I don't even know where I would find caviar in Whole Foods. Now I remember what day it was. It was your birthday. It was January 3rd. Oh, it was my birthday. You're right. It was your birthday. And I said, Graham, it's your birthday. You know, caviar is half off. And she's like, how do you know the price of caviar at Whole Foods in Birmingham? And I said, trust me. Go. She did, and I moseyed over, and there was, was a like, massive... it's too expensive. And I'm like, Graham, what are you doing tonight for your birthday? And she's like, I'm cooking chili. <laughs> I said, Graham, that's the saddest <laughs> birthday ever. Spend the thirty dollars and get yourself um this because because again, it's not. No, I got the good stuff, punk, because I actually do know caviar, and I grew up eating it. So um, I got like the really, I got the best of the best. And you want to know the sad thing? The darling people who came to my house, like. I don't think you either like it or you don't. I don't think anyone was as excited about it as I was. Guess what? It's your birthday and you didn't pay surge pricing. So enjoy it with no guilt. Right. And I stopped caring. I didn't care if anyone else was eating it. And I just went to town and just ate all the caviar myself. And I really loved it. And it was so fun. And it was a luxury. So I guess that's a very big Valentine's thing. It was a luxury, but you would have spent more going out to dinner. So it's like it was a luxury, but it was smart shopping. Oh, hands down. Super smart shopping. No, no, no. It was genius. And I say, like, get the oysters. I wonder how you could get, like, foie gras. I don't think you could do no, that. No, I, I think that's something that anyway. It's cruel. Yes, but it, it can be tasty at times. No, I, I don't. Know. I draw the line of foie gras. That's, that's funny. funny. And, you know, something because I don't eat um, I haven't eaten um, veal since I was a child. Like I, I gave up on veal, which is funny, but like I, so I guess I'm inconsistent in my eating. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I, and then my Netflix documentary ruined oyster or ruined um um not oysters octopus for me oh octopus you're all into the octopus i can't i can't do it okay well speaking of splurging and not splurging i was gonna what are you talking about the pigs my gosh we should be protecting pigs i discussed this last time but have you heard about the transfer i was so proud of birmingham so uab actually located in birmingham just did that it was all over the new york times the first ever kidney transplant with a pig kidney they was it literally a or a heart? Yes. well they did a heart in New York so they did an actual heart transplant in New York and they did speaking of hearts there we go and they did a, ki- <laughs> Happy a Valentine's to everybody <laughs> no it was so cool I mean it's amazing so what oh, they did is they genetically modified the pig kidney so that it wouldn't be rejected in a human body and then they also I think added some sequencing from like the human genome I guess and put it into the pig kidney anyway they they put it into this um this guy um, who was on, he was brain dead um, and his family agreed. I told you about this. It was, I just thought it was so cool and fascinating. But in, they said in 20 minutes, the kidney um, turned pink, which is what it's supposed to do and started making urine. Um, and it was, a, I mean, it's the first time I think it's ever been done in the world. That's it's amazing. huge. Well, if you think about all the people in the world who are waiting for um yeah, no, for transplants and the doctor was saying and it was a female doctor, which I think is awesome as well, and she female surgeon, and she was like, 
everyone who walks into my clinic and I have to turn them down for a transplant, imagine the day where I don't have to turn these people down, where I could say yes to every single person. Yeah. So anyway, it's pretty amazing. I mean, that's insane to me. That is so cool. That is that's like, that's really amazing sci-fi. That's a happy story. That's it is a, story a happy story. Love. It is a happy story. Um, I did one is about my my cheap um slippers. I got. <laughs> it's not quite at the level, but uh, when we were talking before the show about high lows, and we talked about caviar being the high. Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about that, but we just did. Um, I have to tell you, Graham. I just got myself a pair of twenty dollar Lanzan slippers. You're kidding me. They're so fabulous. I put them on. They're purple. Like lavender, like a sweet lavender, and they have okay. a monogram on them. Okay, and, and they were twenty dollars. Uh, they were like twenty bucks. We're not sponsored by Lanza, but not. that's amazing. How is that possible? They're so cute that if you are looking for a Valentine's Day gift, you might have time. I'm, I'm, Graham, and I try not to tape with videos, but just so everyone can see. Aren't those so cute, Graham? Wait, I wait. No one can see here. So well, you can doing? see. I'm showing you on the Zoom and just oh, I'm not vouch looking for at you. I, I never look at you. Oh, know, but, wow. Are those so cute? <gasps> those are okay, guys. This actually is amazing. Yes. Yeah, so what you, it's just I mean, Lanza. They're and they're, they're on Lanza so, and they were like 20 bucks. They're the lavender ones. So cozy. But anyway, my point is for Valentine's Day, I've They're shearling lined. I'm getting Yeah, they're those. very cute, very warm. And then I also got myself a Lanza bathrobe because, you know, we talked about my bathrobe being sad. Yeah. And I keep getting these Instagram ads for these beautiful, like, I don't know why I'm being targeted for like luxury personal linens, but they're like these beautiful scallop bathrobes. They're so charming and beautiful and they're fortune. And I'm just like, I think a bathrobe is a workhorse. Yeah, like, it's I'm a workhorse. Coffee on it. For like, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have this like no. silk kimono that I inherited from, it's like a beautiful bathrobe from my grandma. And I'm like, this has no purpose in my life. Well, I mean, we talked about before, like we're getting older. We want to buy like one nice quality thing and then keep it forever. Right. But um, I don't well, spill coffee down the front of it. I I'm always gonna, yeah. and we're like, I'll have I'll wipe my hands on it. Like totally. I, I use it's my a dish rag. Like a dish a, rag. I'm wearing yeah. my bathrobe right now. I mean, yeah. it's a it's my workhorse in the house. It's my utility coat. <laughs> It's it's like a, a it's like a house dress, um, yeah. but yeah. So so anyway, I also I one my... step away from curlers and a cigarette, oh, Kirsten. I'm very you get close, that, right? Very close. Stop it. We're, we're marching. I can't no, not it. not with the not marching in these monograms. Okay, slippers. those those really. So they're the lavender from what is it? Are they having a sale? Because certainly those aren't just normal. Well, I mean, $20. I feel like they're always having a sale. They're always having like take forty percent off. I never understand what's going on over there. But I got a bathrobe and I got myself slippers and I think the whole splurge was like very reasonable was the and, they got, nice? and I got them both monogrammed love it it's my favorite bathrobe so I am now going on the record and saying Land's End is my go-to bathrobe slipper boom and they wow. like in the monogram I feel like it's like a little luxury that I enjoy so if anyone is looking for Valentine's Day gift for yourself for themselves <laughs> That's anyway. darling. I will go buy those. They look for anyone who's looking for a reference. They look like driving moccasins. They look are like they, cute? they look like cute Todds. Yes, they actually those are kind of nice. I think the lavender really helps. Um, well, I don't know. We've probably offered no value. I wonder, but I think it was a delightful, whimsical trip. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you great. Down. Um, well, okay. Let's wrap it up with maybe a good takeaway. You don't um, hear. I'll, I'll say something important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go for um, it. You've got the mic. <laughs> we both have mics. Uh, I think, I think that COVID has really been hard on relationships. Wow, that's a lot to unpack in the last like twenty seconds. Um, I do. Yep, well, yep. I do. I really do. So you know yep, what? Yep. Even though I'm a bit of a spoil sport and not looking for more work, 
And I also want to stand up for Groundhog's Day, which gets no credit. <laughs> I love that holiday, too. It's I another know. great holiday. You guys, I was supposed to deliver a baby on Valentine's Day, which is amazing, because the baby was actually due on the 11th. And so we're supposed to come a week early, which would have been February 3rd. Okay. But then yeah. my doctor said, we're so close to Groundhog's Day. Let's just schedule it for Groundhog's Day because that'd be a rad birthday. So I said, <laughs> okay, let's do it. So I was supposed to have a Groundhog's Day baby, but he ended up coming even earlier. Anyhow, all that to say, um, even though I've been a little bit of spoil sport and conversation hearts are disgusting, you know, um, I think in the spirit of like, you know, appreciating things that you can take for granted, maybe I should you know like, like bump it up a little bit yeah yeah up your game yeah i mean i would say 100 percent. find a way to up your game in whatever way that means to your children your parents um your friends your gals your galentines <laughs> yeah where's my present kirsten <laughs> you're throwing a party for some random girls with 20 dollars presents but like nothing i will see nothing and i know that um all right fine so. fine you know what what size should you wear can I even get a card? I mean, I might send you some lens and moccasins. I would like that. Actually. You know, I'm a terrible gift giver. You're a horrible gift. Well, no, one time you gave me that Estelle Getty um, Chia pet thing. That was yeah, really that great. Was good. That, was good. that was a good gift. All right, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> and from all of us at Welcome Or Valentine's Day or Groundhog's Day, whatever you choose to celebrate. Gals, this one's for you and Freddie in Germany. Welcome home. And that's all we have from Kirsten and Graham. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Welcome Home. If you're interested in hearing more from the iconic best friend duo, please subscribe, tell your friends about us, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for giveaways and other exciting updates. Until next time, welcome home. <laughs>